Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning morning, and welcome to another Saturday edition of the Golf Show here on 93.7 The Fan. I am Mike Dodorich. I'm your host every week from 7 to 8 a.m. Uh, looks like a nice day out there, so maybe we'll get some golf in today without any rain. That'd be nice. Um, Lots to talk about today, um, but I want to start out by um, telling you a little story. Um, I've been accused of being a pretty good storyteller, and I don't know about that, but this this is a result of a um, something that happened this week. Um, As we know, and by being golfers, uh, it's viewed as being a very unique sport in, in a whole lot of ways. But as we also know, it's, it's a sport that isn't necessarily considered a sport by its detractors. And that's an age-old argument that's going to go on as long as, as tees are stuck in the ground and balls are put on top of it. To me, however, the game is a demanding sport and a whole lot more, Um, and that's not just because I have a mid-teen handicap. It's just because golf's not easy unless you're among the elite players. So I had the opportunity this week, um, and actually it was more of an honor than an opportunity, to have lunch with a small group of guys that included a pair of guys who have never played the game professionally, but both have had big impacts on the game, in my my opinion. Um, the first was Marino Parasenzo, who was a longtime sports writer at the Post-Gazette, who has been honored numerous times on local and national levels for his coverage of the game. The other guy is Doc Giffen, who worked for Arnold Palmer as his right-hand man for 50 years and distinguished himself not only being AP's guiding hand and spokesman, but became a model for those who would have similar positions after him. As an aside, Marino is 90 years old. Doc is 92. 
And to be able to sit for an hour or so and have lunch with those guys, uh, that's why I consider it an honor. Uh, the gathering consisted of a pair of writers, including me, and and a couple others who were, you know, uh, how do you describe them? They were they're involved in the game too, or were, and um, the writer's standpoint, uh, you look at it as um, uh, myself and and. Um, uh, another writer at, at the major paper here in town, we make up the next generation of those who talk and write about the game. Now, the stories that were told were unbelievable, and, and they were the kind of stories that you can only get by talking to guys who have been in the game as long as Marino and Doc were. They talked about the late Seve Ballesteros, liking or disliking his Spanish personality. We all told stories about the Masters and PGAs and U.S. Opens we've covered. We've talked, we talked about local golf, uh, past and future stars. But the main thing is we talked, we listened, and, of course, we ate. It really was a fulfilling get-together, uh, one that we don't do nearly enough but promise to correct that in the future. It was awesome, just as similar gatherings have been and have happened around the world for other groups. But this one had our legends sitting side by side at a table and I can honestly say I haven't had many, if any, lunches with superstars in other sports. But to me, this was one that was really special and one that I can't wait for the next one to come up. Um, it's really, <clears throat> excuse me, it's really something to sit back and listen to these guys and the stories that they have and experiences that they have. Um, and we are honored to have them uh, as uh, Western Pennsylvanians and uh, guys we can always go to. Um, from a writer standpoint, you can always go to them. And if you have a question about something, they either know the answer or they can find it. Um, you're not going to find two better guys than Marino and Doc. And um, I've, just, I've just been thinking about that since we got together. And I said, you know what, I'm going to mention that on the show on Saturday um, because it really hit me that, you know, we're really dealing, dealing with and, and uh, friends with, you know, two pretty special guys. And uh, they need to be recognized as such. So um, I found this this week, and I wonder how this hits with regular golfers. I don't even remember where I saw it, but it said, 
from 100 yards in the fairway. Scratch amateurs will take an average of 3.04 strokes to get the ball in the hole. Now think about that. The best amateur players in the game. From 100 yards, it still, on average, takes them just over three strokes to get the ball in the hole. (laughs) Second sentence in that post was, stop thinking you should get a lot of your 100-yard shots up and down. And isn't, isn't that the case? We all think that we're good enough and that there isn't any reason why we shouldn't be able to get up and down from 100 yards. It's called uh, resetting goals, I think. Um, They're playing the Valspar Invitational um, in Tampa, well, Palm Palm Harbor, actually. Um, It is always one of those tournaments, in my mind, that kind of get overlooked a little bit. Um, you know, it's a good golf course. Uh, you can't can't take that away from it. It's at Innisbrook uh, Resort, and I don't know. It just gets kind of caught up in the old schedule. Um, it was part of the lead up to the Masters. Now in the new schedule, it's part of the lead up to the PGA Championship, which will be held in a couple weeks at. Kiowa Resort. Um, So you have kind of a mixed field this week, um, and it kind of gives you different results. Um, One of the things that has really got this one some some real um, notoriety was the, the fact that they had a Monday qualifier, make the field. Um, That doesn't happen very often. Uh, First, it's so hard to get through uh, as a Monday qualifier. And then once you get through, then, then to make a birdie on your first hole of the tournament was just crazy. Uh, and this was a guy, and I'm searching for his name, and of course I can't find it, but um, you've probably seen the, the, the clips uh, of, of him, and he was very emotional to get through the qualifier, called his dad, and, and became very emotional on the phone. And you know, he's not one of those uh, thin, uh, wiry guys. He's a big guy. And you could see, the, I saw the, the um, uh, highlights a couple, time and, a couple times, and he was included both times um, because he looked nervous as all get out, as you might expect. And um, he was able to uh, make a birdie. Uh, and unfortunately, he didn't do much else after that. But that's just a kind of kind of cool story um, that you see rarely, 
but it's fun to see when, when it does happen. But on to the golf tournament, um, Keegan Bradley, you remember him? Uh, he's been off and on for quite a year, quite a while. Uh, he's put up rounds of 64 and 66, and that's gotten him into a tie for first with Sam Burns, the young man from LSU who um, had a chance to win at uh, Riviera earlier this year, but fell in, in, in the later part of the final round to Max Homa. Uh, Burns shot 67-63, and he's also in at 12-under. And there are some, some other, you know, pretty well-known names, Lucas Glover, Charlie Hoffman, and Max Homa. All of them are in at 8-under par. Um, and there are uh, Sanjay M., Zach Johnson, Hank Laboda, Tom Lewis, and Charles Schwartzel all in at 7-under. So it'll, it will be interesting, and of course, as is always the case, uh, the weather will have something to do with what goes on uh, today and tomorrow. It's supposed to be 77 in Florida, and the wind is only 9 miles per hour. So that's, that's you know, like almost perfect playing conditions um, for uh, these guys. And they'll, if it's like that, they will uh, most likely shoot some more low scores. Now, the other thing that, that took place this week is something that didn't happen until, or at least didn't get released until yesterday. So maybe a lot of people haven't heard about it yet. But a lot of us have heard about Pine Valley, one of the absolute great places in the world to play golf. It's a very strict um, place. Uh, they, they adhere to all the rules. And um, one of the stories that I'll always remember about Pine Valley is Jack Nicholas, a very young Jack Nicholas, got married, I think, on a Saturday. And that's a long time ago now, but I'm pretty sure it got it was on Saturday, and wherever they were, they drove to Pine Valley as he had gotten invited to play the next day. Well, due to the rules that were in effect, no women were allowed on the property. And I'm pretty sure that the only time that women were allowed on the property was like for half a day uh, before Christmas so they could go into the pro shop and buy gifts for, you know, whoever. That was the only time. So Nicholas went out and played, and Barbara Nicholas spent the afternoon in the car. She sat out there for four hours. Uh, that kind of tells you the atmosphere that's been in existence at Pine Valley. Well, it has been decided by the board of directors at that club that they're going to do they're going to admit women as members and they hope 
to have their first female members by the end of the year. Um, part of an email that that was um, somebody got a hold of was um, Jim Davis, who was the club president there, uh, it had some of his uh, comments to the members. He said, the future of golf must move toward inclusion. And I'm pleased to report that the trustees and members of Pine Valley Golf Club voted unanimously and with enthusiasm to remove all gender-specific language from our bylaws. Davis said that the club will begin immediately identifying women candidates for membership and expected to have its first female members by the end of the year. Here's one that will, that will raise some eyebrows. Um, in keeping with club custom, Davis said, Prospective members would have to be deemed socially compatible, deeply passionate about golf, and skilled enough to play our course with the skill level our founder, George Crump, intended. So um, that is going to cause a great deal of conversation, I think. It's great that... Pine Valley is, is uh, going to join other places like Augusta National to include women. Um, but then, as, as somebody pointed out, you know, there's going to be a time when the transgender issue comes up. That's one they're going to have to be careful with, obviously, and, and they'll have to deal with it. Davis said, on a personal note, I've been thinking about this for a long time, and frankly, it's overdue. And his final statement was, remember, we don't want to be on the wrong side of history. Hmm. Well, I'm guessing that there's going to be a lot of talk about that in in the coming days, <laughs> and um, a lot of conversation. I'll, I'll be willing to bet. I want to remind you that the golf show is brought to you by Cedarbrook Golf Course in Ross Traver, and we're also brought to you by Community Bank. Moving forward, building a stronger community. Well, it's time for our first break. When we come back, we're going to talk about um, a unique uh, opportunity that's been made available at a very famous golf club in our, in our general area. Okay, it's a couple hours away, but it's general area. And we'll do that after this break. You're listening to The Golf Show on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. 